Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. She spied a ship coming to the bay with a son from far away. Oh, Captain dear, where have you been? You've been sailing the Mediterranean. Have you news of my son Ted? Is he living or is he dead? With your two from Bruce Springsteen with the Sessions Band. That is Mrs. McGrath. Welcome, everybody. Maybe we'll extra the show with that today. Love that tune. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer at the 630 Chad Studios in the broadcast studio, 37 feet away from the one and only Brendan Escott. And this is Oilers Now on the heels of Edmonton's first loss of the season last night against the Philadelphia Flyers. An odd game. Edmonton did some really good things, created a lot of opportunities, weren't sharp on those chances, probably could have scored more than three goals. And Miko Koskinen had one of those performances in goal last night that if you're a Koskinen hater or a disbeliever, you throw out the last three appearances for Koskinen and you say, see, this is what you get. And the end result, Carter Hurt came in, the Sherwood Park product. He, a guy who got uh, pulled the last time he was at Rogers Place back in October of 2019, uh, made some solid stops along the way, and the Flyers win 5-3 with an empty netter and Edmonton's five-game winning streak over. Orders now brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up, lots to get to. Optional practice OPT for the Edmonton Oilers. We'll hook up with Cam Moon today at uh, 1220. For our friends at GCL Diesel, Louis DeBrusque at 1235. For Canadian Power Pack, Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN. 
And uh, that'll take place at uh, 105 today. At a 135, Washington Capitals analyst, former Edmonton Oilers player, Alan May uh, will uh, make an appearance as well. Here's how you get hold of us. Tomorrow night, that's the night. Live entertainment back at the River Cree Resort Casino with Hotel California. The Eagles tribute band taking the stage at the River Cree. Details at rivercreeresort.com or River Cree Resort Casino hotline is 7804960063. And you can text us. 7804960063 Ashley Fine Floors Tax Line. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. I want to get your thoughts. Tell me what you think. Concerned? Frustrated? Same old, same old? Or do you sit there and say, well, you know what? The orders were five wins. You're bound. You're not going to win them all. Your goaltender outplayed uh, other teams' goaltender. I mean, Koskinen was better than Robin Lehner in Vegas on Friday night. These things happen. I mean, the Edmonton had a multitude of opportunities. Again, our top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Edmonton gets Vancouver Saturday optional today coming off uh, the loss uh, last night against the Philadelphia Flyers. Let's get to the sound. To the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Specialized to work with your business. Outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and in Fort McMurray. Cam Moon had the call last night. Oilers put their 5-0-0 record on the line as they host the Philadelphia Flyers. Thompson will get it up to the blue line, kept in by Hyman. To McDavid, he's shot in a pad save made by Hart. Couturier stops in over the Oilers blue line to connect me. His quick shot wide of the net. The wraparound scores. Claude Giroux with the wraparound, and Koskinen couldn't get back in time. Puck given away side of the net. It's jammed in front. Scores. Koskinen's pass got picked off. It got set in front of the net and poked in past Koskinen. Pass to Barry. He'll come in. He's forced to the bat. Angle scores! Tyson Barry! A backhand. Put it upstairs from a sharp angle. Puck gets ripped. McDavid keeps it in. He'll give it to Nugent Hopkins. To the point for Barry. Left side to McDavid. In front of the net. Scores! Lifted up and out by Sanheim. Bouncing puck. Put on net. They score. Nurse had it go off his stick. It goes right to Cam Atkinson. He batted it out of the air and in the net right before the buzzer. They're going to have to look That's at it. Goal. But it's, it's going to be a 3-2 flyer lead. It's a goal. And Darnell Nurse has got to find That's a tough play. The puck was bouncing. Thought he might just try to glove it. Puck's bouncing. And they found a way to get a stick on him. Took a couple whacks out. He took a couple whacks out. That's what happens. He just bounces sometimes. Nurse will shoot it. Hits a leg. Gets into the slot. Here's Hyman. Scores! Zach Hyman goes five-hole on Hart. Sent up and now in over the line on the right wing. Shot. Scores right through. It went right through Miko Koskin. I think that was a five-hole goal. It's a terrible goal. Hard shot by Atkinson, and it gets through. He'll dump it in. That'll do it. Oilers will suffer their first loss of the season. 5-3 the final. The Flyers over the Oilers. Edmonton will drop to 5-1-0. and All right. Uh, yeah, it was a terrible goal again. I mean, the first one, uh, and, and, and again, Miko came in for Mike Smith. 
in game number three against the Ducks and had a pretty good performance. Wins back-to-back on the road against Arizona. Oilers win 5-1. Arizona's got a bad team. Vegas was injury-plagued at the time that injury-riddled, perhaps would be a better terminology at the time that Edmonton played them. But Vegas played pretty well that night. And Koskinen was a little bit better than Robin Lehner. He was one save better in that game. And last night, I thought Carter Hart was really good. Miko wasn't. That's all there is to it. First goal against, he's swimming. They score in a wraparound. Now, Giroux's a good player, but that's a wraparound goal for a six foot seven goaltender, partially because he was swimming a bit. The second one, that happens three or four times a year. It does, but it played a huge factor in last night's game. 2 nothing at that stage. Then they get back in it. The third one was the goal that I'll blame them the least on. Uh, pucks bouncing. I'm going to give credit to Cam Atkinson. He's a goal scorer. He found the puck. Darnell was trying to pick the puck up as well. It's a tough play for Darnell. You wonder whether or not he could have gloved it away, but you know you got to have a, a time clock clicking in the in your brain as you're on a backpedal defensively. And then the fourth one's just awful. It's just a terrible goal. You know, a, a guy coming down the right wall and slapping one five-hole pass, you can't happen. It's that simple. Dave Tippett had this to say on Miko Koskinen in terms of his tough outing last night. I think he'll bounce back. He's played well this year. All year he's played well, you know. So, uh, you know, a couple uh, couple ones. That one outside the net he'd like to have back. One inside the net he'd like to have back probably. So, but that being said, we had enough chances to uh, to give ourselves a chance to win the game, and we didn't do it. So. And Tippett added some additional comments on an overall assessment in the 4-3 loss last night to Philadelphia, 5-3 loss to Philadelphia. I thought we that could be some of the best hockey we played all season. Right there, our second period was arguably our best period of the year. A uh, couple mistakes, a couple bad bounces, and we're chasing the game a little bit. Once they got the lead in the third, they shut it down pretty good. But it was a real competitive game. I liked the way our guys competed. We played fast, created a lot of chances, but... Uh, we, uh, we didn't capitalize on enough of them. Oh, that's the other part of the equation. In the first period, yes, Apolliarvi had two point-blank looks. Did he even get a shot on goal? I mean, he had some great chances. Second period, how about the play Evan Bouchard made? Uh, and granted, Couturier was kind of at the end of his shift on the zone entry, but Bouchard strips, strips him, takes three steps up, uh, head up the whole time, threads the needle, Nugent Hopkins breakaway. Ryan made a good shot, just missed the net. Pugliarvi uh, had lots of time to make a play down low. Carter Hart made a solid save. Bang, bang, play to Yamamoto front. Those were all just off the top of my head in the in the second period. A couple more chances. Turris had a couple looks in the third. The Oilers, they, cre- they, they created more opportunities last night, and, they, and Carter Hart was on his game. Carter Hart played well. Carter Hart was square to Connor McDavid two or three times in the game. He was patient with McDavid in the first period when he had an opportunity. The Oilers' power play, by the way, went one and four against the Flyers. Here's Dave Tippett. We didn't get a lot of clean looks off it. We got the one off a uh, you know a deflected puck, but there's some of those ones. Sometimes your power play can be good. You can get a lot of pucks at the net, and they just don't find their way in. And I felt that was the case tonight. We took some of those shots in the middle. That there's certain nights that those find their way in, and sometimes they don't. We didn't. We couldn't get it by heart tonight. And uh, Connor McDavid, the Oilers captain, a goal and assist, six consecutive multiple point game. All he's done over the last 20 games is have 17 goals and 34 assists and 51 points. Last 20 regular season games. McDavid had these comments following last night's 5-3 loss on the power play that went 1-4 for against the Flyers. 
Oh, I thought our power play did, did a good job. I thought we we uh, we generated a ton of chances. You know, obviously in the third period, down one, you'd like to you'd like to get one there, but you know we generated lots of chances. Sometimes it goes in, sometimes it doesn't, and um, it obviously didn't didn't go our way tonight there. And the Oilers captain says the team needs to finish better. Yeah, I thought we just needed a little more polish around the net. You know, obviously I missed a couple. Um, I thought Jess had good chances that that kind of went uh, went awry. Um, and I thought our D jumped in and, and had some great shots from a point that um, I'm not sure how we got uh, got a got a body on it. So, um, you know, we had some good looks. Um, you know, it's hockey. That's the way it's going to go. Ryan Nugent Hopkins now nine assists on the season. The first six games he leads the NHL in assists. Says the Oilers had enough chances to win last night. I think we had enough chances. I think, especially in the second period, parts of the first period, um, the second period might have been, I mean, if not our best, one of our best periods that we played uh, so far uh, this year. So, I mean, we definitely had enough chances. Bottom line is they just got that extra one. And uh, like Nursey said, that's just the way it goes in this league. Um, I thought we worked hard and uh, um, kept pushing at the end, but unfortunately couldn't get it. And Darnell Nurse says the Oilers brought the energy to win it, but could not seal the deal. It was, a, it was a good game, like back and forth. Both both teams were pushing, and I thought we had uh, a fair amount in the third, too. So we got to capitalize and find a way to, to grab a hold of that game, and, and we didn't, so we learned from that. All right, uh, you can text us, and we got hundreds of texts that have already come in on the show on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Bob, why does the media constantly defend Miko Koskinen, and can't we just admit he's an inconsistent, below-average backup goaltender? You're wrong. He's not an inconsistent, below-average goaltender. You could argue that uh, the numbers in his career would suggest he's uh, an average goaltender. He has a 908 save percentage in his career, which as a number two goalie would probably put him in a decent spot. Uh, again, he, he had three decent appearances. He was not good enough last night. He'd be the first to tell you that. He was 899 last year. Had to start 12 the first 13 games. Had a horrendous start late in the season that skewered his numbers against Vancouver. The year before, he had the better numbers uh, between Mike Smith. Um, I would say for a 30 to 35 game starter a year, he's fine. He just wasn't good enough last night. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, uh, Koski had a tough go, but the boys had the chances to win it. The loss could be okay to keep it, make them uh, dig in for the next couple of games. Well, they're going to have to play the uh, Vancouver uh, Canucks coming up on Saturday. Wait and see. Uh, and a lot of people mention, hey, Edmonton had multiple opportunities to, to find a way to get some more goals. When we come back here on Oilers Now, we'll get a quick update down at Rogers Place OPT today for the Edmonton Oilers and Cam Moon will join us. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stopper on 630 Chat. Couple texts. Steve from BC uh, texts the show to say, Bob, great opening music, weak power play, weak goaltending, two weak goals against. And again, that was Bruce Springsteen with the Sessions Band and Mrs. McGrath that we opened up. Kind of a, a cultish uh, Springsteen, one of his more prominent featured songs. Um, he also added, Bob, uh, you did a softball interview yesterday with Chuck Fletcher. Only hardball, Bob. You got to up your Charles Barkley output. Well, let's just say that Charles Barkley, there's certain things that uh, he's gotten away with at times. <laughs> His comments on San Antonio. Uh, I mean, he's one of the greatest athletes of all time, and he just doesn't 
give a blank. You know what I mean? Sometimes there's different sets of rules. I mean, some of the stuff that he got away with on TNT, him and Shock, I mean, it's it's really humorous stuff, really funny stuff. Keep it coming here in the Ashley Five Floors text line. Down to Rogers Place we go for Brent Ridge Ford. Out in Wetaskiwin, where cars cost less, you can go out and see Uncle Milt Rich John of the Game. I, I did not know this. I did not know that at one time Uncle Milt's nickname was Milt Aloysius Pocklington Hodgins III. That I did not know. Here's Cam Moon. Cam, how are you doing? Doing very well. Yes, we we learned a little about Uncle Milt the other day, didn't we? They, that's quite. The, I had a I had a we had two Saint Bernard dogs named Aloysius. Aloysius one, and obviously Aloysius two. Uh, unfortunately, Aloysius one ran into a truck. Uh, Aloysius two survived a bus accident and lived Whoa. for several more years. Two hundred and fifty-five pound Saint Bernard dog. So that's a lot of dog. That's a lot of dog, and let me tell you, he had a lot of fight, and nobody screwed with me out on the acreage when I was in grade five and grade six at the bus stop because Aloysius walked us every single day to the bus bus stop, and he was protective, and he was a big dog. Uh, the Oilers' big dogs have come to play to start the year camp, but they got derailed last night. You're the former WHL goaltender. Um, is is it a you know I hate it. I hate using wild goaltending, but I, I think it's not a crutch last night. It played a factor in last night's game. The one guy was really good in the one net, and I think Miko would like to have at least two of those four goals back. Your thoughts? I think that's absolutely fair. Uh, I thought he misplayed one behind the net, and then uh, the fourth goal was a tough one because it was thrown a ways out, and it went through. And anytime it goes through and not past, it's, uh, it's tough to swallow. So, yeah, I, I thought overall, I thought the team played pretty well. They generated opportunities. Carter Hart made big saves and made, uh, made a couple extra that was the difference. And, and Nico had a tough night. Now, the, the, the key here for him is how his next game goes. Like, don't let this drag into the, to the next game, whenever that may be. Mike Smith skated today before this optional practice, and, and head coach Dave Tippett said they will see where he's at for tomorrow's practice uh, to see if he's good to go with the, the regular, with the whole team. So, so Miko Koskinen may very well be starting on Saturday night. It's a distinct possibility. So how does he go into that next game? Does, is he able to reset, refocus? I thought he refocused pretty well after that fourth goal. He made some huge stops to give him a fighting chance. So if you want to look at it, glass half full, there's the half full part. He wasn't able he was able to reset himself for the rest of that third period. Yeah, you'd like to have those back. But once they're in, they're in. There's nothing you can do about it. What do you do after that? I thought he rebounded pretty well. And let's see if he starts on Saturday. How does he play in that game? Because prior to last night, he was doing very well. All right. So you played the position. Uh, for the listeners that aren't aware, Cam was a Western Hockey League goaltender. Um, I, I mean, in, in, in fairness, I, you know, you didn't get quite to, to Miko's level, but you were good enough to play in the WHL. How difficult is it for goaltenders to overcome? Uh, you know, a, a giveaway of a puck like Miko did that just turned into an absolute disaster that ends up in the net. Comes down to the way you are between your ears. Some guys, it 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 hurts, um, and some can just shake it off. And I think back 
to uh, a guy that played in the Western League that turned out to be a very good NHL goalie, uh, Chris Osgood. Uh, played with the Medicine Hat Tigers and, and, and last year with the Brandon and the Seattle. And he was the, he had the type of mental makeup that if something went wrong, it changed absolutely nothing for him. He, he could just roll with it. And, and that's why he, I thought he was so successful in the NHL, his ability to shake things up. But everybody's different. Some will, will think about it, obsess about it a little bit, and it brings them down. And it's tough to rebound after that. And the, the successful goaltenders have to have short memory, uh, good or bad. Really poor. Uh, you've got to be able to shake that off. So I, I don't know Miko well enough uh, personally to be able to give you an opinion one way or the other of how quick he can bounce back. Uh, his play will dictate that, I guess, for us. And if he plays Saturday, we'll see. Would you contemplate starting Stuart Skinner? It's my belief that from the organization's perspective that the people at the top of the uh, management structure would probably suggest of all of the players that went down to Bakersfield so far this year, Skinner had the best camp. He played pretty well in the preseason. He's He carries himself completely differently now than what I recalled two years ago because I wasn't on the bus last year or on the plane with the players last year, but he acts and, and looks like a pro. Would you contemplate playing him in Vancouver? Given what we were able to witness throughout the preseason, I wouldn't even think twice of putting him in. I thought what he did in the preseason, and I thought he played extremely well and got better as it went along. Played two games now in the American League and picked up a couple of victories. I I think he's absolutely earned that. So if if you wanted to give Nico a night off and Mike Smith is not healthy yet, if that if that's the case, absolutely. Give the kid a shot. He played last year in a bit of an up-and-down game that was an 8-5 win over the Ottawa Senators. He's come a long ways from then to now. That was January 31st. Uh, And here's a guy that has continued to work at his craft. Good in the preseason. Good in his two games in Bakersfield this year. So I would I would have no hesitation at all. It's an optional day, Cam, in 30 seconds or less. How many guys are out there right now? Uh, well, now it's day five. But before that, there was 11. Okay. There was 11. Okay. Okay. Cam, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk soon. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, there you go. That's Cam Moon joining us from the Oilers Radio Network, one of the two radio play-by-play voices. Jack Michaels uh, will be joining me in Vancouver. By the way, Brendan Escott will be hosting the Friday edition of Oilers Now as the team will be flying to Vancouver during the course of the show. We will head off to the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back in Oilers Now, for our friends at GCL Diesel, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque, this is Oilers Now. It's 1229 in Edmonton. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.